calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Dan Abrams, and this is our control center at A&E Network headquarters in New York City. We are live with the Salinas Police Department and seven other departments around the country. This is Live PD. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Cool, cool. We have a game we like to play where we figure out your porno name. Ooh, yeah. He's going to be really good at this, Lester. Uh, I don't know if I want to do It's that. really easy. The ground rules are as follows. All we need is the name of the street you grew up on and the nickname you have for your junk. And you put that together, that's your porno name. I don't know. This is good. You're going to like this. I'm Oak Thunder Nuggets. Yeah, and I'm Pleasant Clambing. This is female stuff. It's private. You want to talk about your female parts, you go see the obstetrician. The obstetrician, whatever the f***. Mm. Uh, what do you do for fun? Not this. I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, this man does not need an explanation, okay? Our feature presentation. He certainly does not need an explanation. Welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's for Tuesday, and it's the 12th of March. Hey, kids. Hey, Bean. You guys listened to so much 311 yesterday. Uh, I almost, almost too much, which I don't know if there is too much 311. You know what they say, 311, never forget. (laughs) I've heard that, yes. (laughs) I, uh, how, how are they doing on the investigation into 311? Did they decide it's an inside job or not? No, not yet. It's all pretty much out there. Uh, you can look it up on a documentary called uh, Loose Bro Change. It's a little different. <laughs> I was wondering what Loose you were going to come I couldn't really. Okay. I tried my hardest. <laughs> well, <laughs> short, Loose short Strange? Loose Strange? Uh, put that one back in the, uh, in the hopper. See yeah. what see what. Yeah. It's it's growing on me too. <laughs> uh, it was very it was so sweet. Th- those guys have been great to K Rock over the years, and they are the nicest guys in the world. Have you met them, Allie? Have you met the three eleven kids? Uh, they've been in on the show a couple times since I've been here. So that would be a yes. Yeah, a couple uh, right before Weenie Roast, actually. Well, Nick and Peanut <laughs> stopped by yesterday to see Nicole, and they are just delightful. Such nice young men. They they certainly are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we go right from 311 Day into National Pancake Day. Yes. Which is uh, very exciting because K-Rock is directly across the street from an IHOP. Mm-hmm. And what's the the story there? Is free a free as many pancakes as you want or something with a purchase? Is that what they're doing? Or Well, they've is- been doing uh, unlimited pancakes for a while right now. If you mm-hmm. get it with your order, you can... Uh, trust me, I have a pregnant wife. I know this like the back <laughs> of my hand. But I do believe today there is a free pancake order that can come with different uh, breakfasts that you purchase. Ah, free yeah. short stack. That's there what it go. is. Yeah. Free short stack today yeah. at IHOP. And uh, and other uh, other uh, uh, pancake uh, businesses are, are participating as well in National Pancake Day. I, uh, you know, I love IHOP and I love pancakes. Pancakes are my second favorite food after toast. Mm-hmm. But I... Jesus. I can't. I, I don't go in on Amateur Day. You no, know, no, 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 no. 
It's like yeah. drinking on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Exactly. Why you do just, it? You stay away from it. I'm yeah. just not going to go out there with a bunch of newbies having pancakes for the first time in a year. You know How what do I, mean? I eat this? <laughs> do I, I cut, cut it? <laughs> What's going on? Is that the newbies you're talking about? <laughs> What's exactly... the syrup I'm supposed to put on? <laughs> what, get is it. this butter? Why would I use butter? It's breakfast. So I, I will avoid the uh, the pancake uh, related uh, celebration today and just celebrate at home. Just make my own. Yeah. Okay. You're allowed. Okay. Are you going to put anything in it? Like uh, bananas, chocolate chips. I got to tell you, I am. I I do enjoy the harvest green, okay. uh, which I couldn't make. I do enjoy that uh, mm-hmm. when I when I can get it. I'm a buttermilk, just a buttermilk purist. Okay. I don't really put anything in it or on it. I'm telling you, if you go to IHOP like I do, a lot of their pancake dishes look like desserts. Yeah, yeah it's just they come out with green yes, and, on. and chocolate yeah. chips and mm-hmm. bananas and walnuts. Don't even get just... me started on the birthday cake <laughs> pancake. Do you know about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it totally. It looks like a birthday cake. It has really? uh, sprinkles and it has like, uh, you know, like a sort of around it. It has uh, like, a you know, like a cream layer. Like it looks exactly like a cake mm-hmm. and it, it makes me sick looking at it. Wow. But I and want then, it very bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they have, and I, I only use the, you know, the regular sugar-free syrup, but then they have the crazy syrups that are mm-hmm. d- just like super thick and just pure sugar. Yeah. And they're like butterscotch flavored, so cherry good. flavored. So Honestly, let's just shut it down and walk across the street. <laughs> yeah. I know. Is it starting to sound pretty good to you guys? Yeah, it's starting. But I mean, it's weird because we started out, you know, back when uh, America was great again, we started out where you just had yourself a, a cup of Black Joe and a buttermilk pancake. And now both of those have been turned into 5,000 calorie excesses. God bless America is what you're saying? Uh, you know, I mean, it's just like the, like I said, the same thing with the Starbucks. If you go, I mean, do you see you see what Kevin gets when we go out to Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, it's, gets, a, it's a it's milkshake. a milkshake with a with a chocolate cake in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it couldn't be further from coffee. Whenever they take my order, if somebody's going to Starbucks, and I just say just a black iced coffee, just unsweetened, just black in a cup with ice, people mm-hmm. are like, "So what? What do you want in it? <laughs> no, just just what I said. Yeah. But what do you want it like in it?" Yeah. Well, oh. I hadn't I hadn't drank coffee until my mid thirties, which is insane. Insane. And I, when I started drinking coffee, I would go to Starbucks or Coffee Bean or whatever and get an iced blended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, I would go with my with Danielle, who would get coffee, and I and would Danielle get Danielle is who my wife. Thank you. Every time I would get a blended. And then, like, 15 days in, I've gained, like, 12 pounds. Yeah. Those <laughs> yes. are, they're no joke. No, they're awful. They really aren't. They're not yeah, even they're, coffee. They're no. just They're just desserts. Dessert, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sneak up on you, yeah. for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, so, happy uh, National uh, Pancake Day, y'all. Good luck uh, navigating the crowds at IHOP or wherever you get your flapjacks today. I think we have time for a thing, right? Sure. Yes. I love uh, I love this story, and I think this kid is going places. Maybe you saw this uh, going viral a little bit yesterday. Alex Jaquat is his name. Probably pronounced that wrong. Maybe it's Jaquo. He is a, a 10-year-old boy, and he wrote a letter to the CEO of Qantas Airlines because, uh, like all 10-year-old boys, he has a dream, but his dream is different from most. Dear Mr. Alan Joyce, I am Alex Jaquo, a 10-year-old boy, but please take me seriously. I want to start an airline. Mm, what, oh. what, what 10-year-old? I mean, I get a 10-year-old dreaming of being a pilot. Mm-hmm. Who wants to start an airline? Yeah. I have already started some stuff, like <laughs> what type of planes I'll need, flight numbers, catering, and more. 
So he's going to be ahead of the curve when it comes time to start this airline because he's already done a lot of the hard work. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the tough stuff. I mean, he's come up with flight numbers. <laughs> and catering. <laughs> I am the CEO of the airline, which, by the way, is called Oceana Express, which makes me a little bit nervous because it's a little bit too close to the lost airline. Yeah, Oceanic. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. That, I don't I don't think people are necessarily going to be comfortable getting There's a smoke up. monster inside. <laughs> and I have also hired a CFO, a head of IT, a head of maintenance, a head of onboard services, and a head of something that I can't read. Uh, I, I mean, his handwriting is just a bit. Uh, along with my friend Wolf, who is the vice CEO, we are both co-founders. God bless Wolf, yeah. by the way. Uh, Jensen, you got a baby name yet? Uh, I do now. And what about Wolf? We are both co-founders. I wanted to write you because I wanted to ask you three things. He's taking this very seriously, this correspondence with, correspondence with Qantas. Number one, I like working on my airline. Seeing as that is the school holiday, as I have more time to work, but I don't have anything to do that I can think of. It must be so frustrating for this kid to be 10 and ready to get started on this mm-hmm. and have all this time on his hands and be like, why am I wasting this time when I could be building my airline, right? Do you have any ideas of what I can do? Seeing you are the CEO of Qantas, I thought I would ask you. Number two, do you have any tips on starting an airline? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be very grateful to know what you have to say. Number three, I'm thinking about, as you are, about an A350 from Sydney and Melbourne to London. Seeing as how it is a 25-hour flight, we are having a lot of trouble thinking about sleep. Do you have any advice? Hope to hear from you soon. Yours sincerely, Alex, CEO and co-founder of Oceana Express. So, I would have expected Qantas would write back and say, beat it, kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, competition, technically. (laughs) Well, that's the first thing that uh, they address. Alan Mm -hmm. Joyce writes back. The CEO of Qantas writes back to this 10-year-old. Dear Mr. Jack Quo, thank you for letting me know about your new airline. I had heard some rumors of another entrant into the market, so I appreciate (laughs) you taking the time to write. First, I should say that I'm not typically in the business of giving advice to my competitors. Your newly appointed head of legal might have something to say about that, too. But I'm going to make an exception on this occasion because I, too, was once a young boy who was curious about flight and its possibilities. And then he goes on to talk about safety and it's been the Qantas way for 100 years. And he's also talking about this Project Sunrise is their flight that goes from Australia to London. And he says, we've been working on it, too, looking at cabin designs. Anyway, at the end, he says, for this reason, I would like to invite you to a Project Sunrise meeting between myself as the CEO of Australia's oldest airlines and you as the CEO of Australia's newest airline. At this meeting, we can compare notes on what it's like to run an airline. And I'd like to offer you a tour of our operations center where we keep an eye on every Qantas flight wherever they are in the world. Thank you again for your letter. I'll be in touch shortly about finding a time for our meeting. Yours sincerely. It's very sweet. That's really that's, sweet. I, I mean, and Philly shows up and he's like a 45-year-old man. He's like, just kidding. I just want to know more about airlines. <laughs> not with this handwriting. He's not. No. Um, but uh, I just think that's so lovely that they're you know, they're continuing to stoke this young man's dreams. And, you know, this is probably going to do a lot toward keeping him kind of on that path and excited about it and thinking he's got a chance to do it. It's lovely. So, it's a sweet story. You know, usually I don't care about kids, but I, I like that one a lot. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about today's all new Kevin Bean show, shall we? All this whiteness and you got you nowhere. I'm doing the best I can. Trying. Uh, first of all, we got a lot of good stuff on the program today, not the least of which is more Disneyland Resort tickets. We got tickets you can win for Bush and Live at the Roxy tonight. Uh, we got tickets for uh, Allie. You're going to hook us up with us screening tickets again today? Why not? And Paley Fest, too, on the program today. Not only that, Allie's claiming she saw a, a million fireflies yesterday. Uh, butterflies. <laughs> 
How I'm pre- dare pretty you? Pretty sure they were fireflies. How dare you? If they were fireflies, I'd never tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. I think it's the pain medicine kicking in, but we will discuss. <laughs> also, I think I might have mentioned this yesterday. I ate at a restaurant over the weekend, and my waitress had no idea that ham, bacon, and sausage came from pigs. That is so nuts. It is nuts, because she's like 25. She's in the food service industry. Yes, had no idea. We're going to discuss on the program things that you learned way later in life, because uh, yeah, that was a big wake-up call for her. And I think she's I think she's horrified. Uh, the story out of New Jersey that's causing a bunch of controversy. Should the police be involved or should neighbors just handle it if there's a barking dog in the neighborhood? We'll discuss. I've got some good advice on how to live or not live to be 100 because, you know, that's one of my main goals. Uh, Jensen, you're going to be hosting Potato Chips. What's up? Yeah, we have thoughts. I have thoughts. We all have thoughts. It's a ripping the Internet apart. And I know that Captain America waited yesterday mm-hmm. and as did a lot of other celebrities on this. And uh, I, I just I don't know how we can, we're going to go on as a nation unless we get this thing resolved. No, even just us as a team, I can't. I have to figure out what you're thinking. <laughs> All right, all of that coming up, plus our first look at what's happening with Allie right after this on K Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. You're listening to the world famous K Rock at 106.7 K R O Q on a Tuesday morning. Miss Allie McKay is here. By the way, I forgot to ask uh, how you're feeling. How's the hip? Doing good. I actually L- did not wince. Or cry, Whoa. putting on my pants today. Feeling stronger every day. Every single day. That's fantastic. It's really good. Thank you. Glad you're here. Time for a first look at what's happening. Well, I'll tell you, this kind of helped yesterday when I saw this news. Because as you know, I have been hounding Mumford & Sons about uh, no L.A. date on their schedule. I yeah. thought mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And then every festival that comes through, I'm thinking, okay, they're on that. That's why they haven't announced an L.A. date. When they came in and played the K-Rock Kitchen a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. you threw Marcus Mumford up against the microwave. Pretty much. And said, hey, you dick, when are you playing yeah, here? Yeah, pretty much. And he was like, listen, lady, back off. I thought and it was then, aggressive. Thank you. I appreciate you thinking it was aggressive because it was. It really was um, battery. But here's the thing. I've, I've since become a little bit cuckoo on social media, on my Instagram. I've done this thing where I swap faces with Ben Winston yeah, from it, Mumford & Sons. It's terrifying. It really is. Um, where I superimpose his face over mine, but it's my hair, but his face matches up perfectly with my face. So I told them I'm just going to keep posting these until you announce an L.A. date. And they acknowledged me once and said this is the most terrifying thing we've ever seen as we're walking on stage at the garden. How dare you, pretty much. So finally, yesterday, they announced it. Mumford & Sons, L.A. date, kicking off their batch of summer North American dates. August 3rd, Los Angeles. California, Bank of California Stadium, which, have you been there? No. Good God. It is gorgeous. Like, I feel what I feel underdressed it? at that place. It's where uh, LAFC plays. Ah, yeah. that is a big nice. place. Oh, it's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're selling out arenas. It's insane. But it is a beautiful, beautiful venue. So well, I'm Have they done stoked. a lot of concerts there? Um, you know, I haven't I don't heard so. of that many, no. Yeah, I'm very surprised by the venue for Mumford yeah. & Sons, but it sounds like a good fit. Beautiful um, new venue. They have a pool in one of their suites. Whoa. What? Oh, 
Can we get I, that? I don't think so. No. All right. No. Fair. We'll just uh, be uh, sitting by the hot dog vendor. I will say, excited to see them. I think they're mm-hmm. great. But more excited that you will no longer ever be posting something as Ben no. Lovett. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ben Winston. No, Ben Lovett. Ben Winston's my friend. Isn't his name Ben Lovett? Oh, my God. Who's Ben Winston? He's my partner in Drop Mike. No, I'm actually <laughs> posting his face. Okay. Is he the one that's also... Uh, James Corden's partner. James Corden's partner? Yes. yes I'm, I'm posting... Wow, why did I say Ben Winston? Ben Lovett. <laughs> I think I'm 99% sure. Uh, anyone listening in the other room? Never. Could, uh, no? Okay. No, never. No, they're, they're only into big boy. What <laughs> if... Um, Oh, here we go. Marcus Mumford, Ben Lovett, Winston Marshall, and Winston Ted Dwayne. Winston Marshall. I combined Ben and Winston. That's good. Ooh, which gives me a thought. Maybe I'll try and combine their faces. No, please. It's over. No? You've already... The concert's yeah, here. Won. You've well, won. I did, I did post it yesterday, and I said, now that you've announced, I will no longer post these. Great. And then I posted two more. No! <laughs> Just to say, this is it. Okay. This is really Back it. away from the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. But thank God. By Mumford the way, it's a signs. terrifying face. It, and by terrifying, no. it's pretty awesome. No, you look like a like a skinny Lou Albano. It's like a te- you have like a terrifying. <gasps> that is so no, nice. It's not good. You look Thank like you. a uh, you, like you can't get in your schools. It's so scary. <laughs> a lot We're of people. In that. A lot of people thought I looked like Vince Neil, like a prettier yeah, Vince Neil. I can see that, Which actually. I thought was lovely. I can see you that. You know what? I'm going to post it um, no, on my no, Twitter. No, 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 You have made a promise. Allie McKay, right. and I'm going to see what you guys think. Uh, but it's, just know, it's Ben Lovett's face. No. Just right on top of mine. And I think we we would make very pretty children. You're Stop a loser. It, okay? Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Right. Thank you. Maybe if that tour is not for you, what about this tour that's just been announced? Nelly, TLC, and Flo Rida. What? I don't hate it. That's Carolina? Yes. Uh, by the way, August 31st in Irvine at Five Point Amphitheater. So that'll be fun. Five Point what? I'm sorry, Allie. Amphitheater. It, it sounded like you were saying amphitheater? Yes. Thank you. But were you really saying amphitheater? Uh, no, I say it with an L. Amphitheater. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, no, it's it's amphitheater. Amphitheater, right? You- Wait, you just said an L. Oh my God, now I don't know. <laughs> say it, say it. It's it's amphitheater. Amphitheater. Nope. nope. Amp. Hold on. At Five Point Amphitheater. No, no, no. No? No. no. Five Point Amphitheater. Is that closer? Uh, no. still tell f- me, tell me, doesn't this sound best? Five Point Amphitheater. Nope. No. Sure does, because no, there does. should be a goddamn L. No, there shouldn't. Yeah, there should. Well, I mean, the music is amplified by <laughs> the oh. construction well, of the venue. You. But no, no. Yeah. Anyway, Five Point. Hey, some birthdays for you guys. Aaron Eckhart, right? Uh, with me. Yeah, I mean, attractive. Okay. Uh, Ron Jeremy. Nope. No? <laughs> oh, Bean, I knew it. I knew it. And Courtney B. Vance. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look. Mm-hmm. Look. Mm-hmm. Look. Mm-hmm. I got problems already. We. Yeah. Uh, you saw my tweet? Yeah. We live in a divided, uh, a divided nation for a number of reasons. We fight about politics, and we fight about guns, and we fight about uh, right to choose, and we fight about re- re- you know religion. Did I say religion? Yeah. We f- we fight about a lot of things, and mm-hmm. now we're fighting about chips. Yeah. And I think we need to understand that people do have different opinions. Doesn't make them bad people. Doesn't make them un-American. Uh, bad isn't disgusting. 
but <laughs> they are disgusting. It's okay. It's okay to have a different opinion on this topic. Mm. I think Judson. Mm. I'm I'm not as mad at Bean right now as if he picked one other one. All right. What seems, yeah. But the nation seems to like that chip. Well, the nation's wrong. Okay. Lay, that lay it out for us, Jensen. It's, All right. it's, it it started with whom? Who, on, who, on Twitter, who on Twitter, a comedian named Kevin Fedricks posted a video of himself and two other comedians to hear more and Tony Baker. They look to be backstage at a, at a mm. show. And you know those variety packs of chips that you can get at like a Costco or I guess even at a market, but it's all one company's chips. Sure. Mm -hmm. So like they're smaller, individual sized. This was the Lay's variety pack. That's what it's called. Yeah, so it's like four bags each, little bags of a bunch of their different products. That's right. And they posted a video online of them ranking them and listened just to the emotions that are let loose by just trying to put them in order. All y'all decisions cool show that y'all grew up in good households. Cool Ranch. Off the Ranch. Cool, cool Ranch. Off the Ranch. Cool Ranch. Everything else can go to... Oh, you ain't eating nothing. Cool I'm going to go Cool Ranch, Barbecue, Doritos, Fritos, Lay's, or, or Cheetos, Lay's, then Fritos. Oh, you going to no, 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 no. I probably wouldn't even eat you chips you if Fritos was available. Okay. All right. So that opened up. A huge, I guess, uh, debate online. Uh, a guy who's been coming up on this show a lot, Yashir Ali, mm-hmm. who is on Twitter. He's like a journalist and stuff, but he posted it and he put his list up and then it spread like wildfire. Uh, you, this is the guy that that was one of the ones that pushed Towelgate. He's the one that had so many washcloths. So that's right. Yashar is screwing everyone. This is now Chipgate. And a lot I'm, of people... I'm starting to wonder if Yashar is a Russian plant or something like what that. he's Just, a bot? He really... It seems like... He goes viral very fast. <laughs> uh, so here's what's in the Lay's variety pack. And we need to now figure out, and I, in order for me to work here okay. any further, All right. I need to know where everyone stands. Because Ooh. here's what's in the variety pack. Lay's regular potato chips. Lay's barbecue chips, mm-hmm. Cheetos, which is the normal shriveled Cheeto. It's just the oh, cheese. Oh, not the puff. Nope, just oh. the and not the fire hot. No, okay, just, just normal. Okay. Cool Ranch Doritos, mm-hmm. cheese Doritos, and Fritos. That's what comes in the variety pack. Okay. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm going to let you know now. a lot of the issues online fell into where Fritos laid, laid, <laughs> where Fritos sat. Here's what. Uh, I have. Do you want to hear what I have yes, first? Yes, please. Okay. Absolutely. Because there's too much love for Fritos online. I'm going to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Are Fritos a garbage chip in your mind? They're not even I, a chip. I, I think it's a, a piece of corn. Okay. All right, here we go. And then that's not even my last, just so you know. It's not my last Okay, either. great. <gasps> Cheese Doritos, one. Mm-hmm. Two, Cheetos. Three, Lay's Barbecue. Four, Lay's Original. Five, Fritos. Six, Cool Ranch. Oh, my God. Okay, that, no. no That's insane. No. Jensen, you and I are never going on a road trip together. I can tell no. you that right now. Or do you go with him because he's not eating good stuff. <laughs> right, and then you just get your own, yes. all your chips. Okay, yeah. Bean, you go next. Uh, I haven't ranked them in order, but I will tell you that but Cool Ranch is a, is number one by no. a wide no. margin. No. It's by a, a wide margin. Also, and, the smell in that road trip. But no. And um, barbecue lays are dead last by a large <gasps> What? Yes. Okay. No. No, I got You're no room for crazy. that. Uh-uh. No. Uh, Cheetos would be pretty low on the list for me as well. What are you doing? Where's your your top is Cool Ranch? What's your two? Um, original Lay's probably. Okay. Uh, 
You know, I have a very mild palate, as you guys Obviously. know. Yes, I mean, yes. I, you know, I'm Mr. Grape Nuts. Yeah, favorite, okay? favorite food is toast. Yeah, and I and I and I don't even care for nacho cheese Doritos either. I just oh I don't. God. Honestly, you, I think pretended. I would eat I think I would eat the Cool Rays and the original Lays and I think I would just give the rest away. I would just dump, dump the rest of them. Uh, wouldn't even bother wearing He's them. pretended to be a normal human for yeah, so long. This is upsetting. Um, Allie, how about, how about you? What's your number one? Uh, number one is nacho cheese Doritos. Uh, really? I'm right with you. Obviously. Yeah! Number 2 is Cool Ranch Doritos. No. Thank you. No. Number three is Lay's Barbecue. Yes, I'm with you there. Uh, Cheetos fell for me because I'm a I'm a fan of the the puff Cheetos. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't like higher. the shriveled up D ones. Mm. And I'm uh, only Flaming Hot. If Flaming Hot were okay. on there, that would be my, my number one. But that's my, not an option. I will say Flaming Hot might be tied for one for me if it was okay. in, but it's not yeah. in the right pack. So move on. Yeah. So yeah. So I've got uh, Nacho Cheese, Cool Ranch, Lay's Barbecue. Then I put Cheetos, and then honestly. A Fritos and original Lay's can go either way because they're both ass. <laughs> when did we, t- as a nation, turn on Fritos? But not the, Fritos but- are fine in a Frito pie. On their own, it's like you took a chip, you chewed it up, you put it back together and made it into a curl. <laughs> I, I will I will say, though, the nation liked Fritos more than you'd think. Yeah, very much so. Now, uh, Chris Evans weighed in. Yes. He is Captain America, of course. Oh. Uh, and he got a bunch of the other celebrities to start weighing in as well. Yeah. Chris Evans has Cool Ranch at number one, as all oh. good Americans do. Disgusting. Okay. Then Cheetos. It. Fine. Oh. Then Nacho Cheese Doritos, which Fine. I know okay. you guys both like. Yeah. Then Fritos. No, too oh, early, too early. No. Too early. Then, then Barbecue Lays, and then Original Lays. Mm. Oh, I'm not going to. After gonna, that, Questlove weighed in. Okay. Also with Cool Ranch at number no. one, by the way. It's cool. not. It seems like it. It's... Then he went Cheetos, then regular Ritos, then Barbecue Lays, then Fritos, then regular Ass Lays. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, 90s TV star Danielle Fischel That's weighed right. in. Do you guys know her? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of her, yeah. He says uh, she's she is very much uh, in agreement. That's the with... only surprise. <laughs> <laughs> she is very much in agreement with Chris Evans, but she would she would switch nacho cheese and Cool Ranch. Other oh, than that's that, what she's I did. On, on. Oh, really? Yeah. My... So you and you and Danielle need to need to go on a road trip together. It sounds like uh, Monica Lewinsky also waited. Oh, all she right. put she put. Chili Fritos at number one? Well, yeah, no, Frito well, I mean, pie. If we were just being creative here, we yeah. could do all sorts of stuff. Frito pie saves the day because you don't get the ass Frito Oh, no, chili cheese is a different type of Frito. She's, oh, chili she's, cheese Frito. Yes. I thought she was saying, like, making a Frito pie. No, beat it, Monica. That's she al- well, she also put Funyuns on the list. Either. Okay, Monica, <laughs> stop it. She's making her own rules still. <laughs> she maybe doesn't understand. And then she closes with don't waste calories on the rest. So she no. definitely has drawn a line this year. I don't know, man. I, I wonder about us uh, avoiding a civil war for reals in man. 2020 in America, but I think we may have a civil war for reals in 2019 in America if this uh, if we continue discussing this list. So maybe it's yeah. best just to put it aside. Yeah, more like Uncool Ranch. Oh, no. How dare oh. you? Close it. It's Kevin and Bean. KU Rock KROQ. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Allie has been, uh, as you know, she's missed a couple of days this week because she's uh, she's had some health issues, and I think she's on a lot of pain medicine. <laughs> yes, because I saw a tweet yesterday where Jensen, I'm no doctor, but no. did you did you get the sense when you saw her tweet that she was hallucinating? Oh it sounded God. like yeah, a little radion derf. Really? Definitely some Radeon Durf because she was just starting to see things. I feel like she was up, you know, with her face up against the window, just looking outside going, look at the pretty butterflies. Oh, look at all their wings. All right. Oh, they're so pretty. Here's the thing. I'm flying. Everywhere. I'm flying right with them. Here's the thing. Oh, I wish. Here's the thing. I saw so many butterflies yesterday that no, I... No, sure you did. Yes. No, no. Yeah, no for a second, they were I, everywhere. I questioned my sanity. Oh. I did. But then I decided, okay, you know what? Let's put it out to the Twitterverse. So I tweeted, you guys, did you see hundreds of butterflies in Los Angeles today? Not exaggerating. Hundreds of them. It's the most beautiful end of the world scenario, and I'm here for it. Here's the thing. I got 57 replies from places from that the butterflies. saw butterflies. <laughs> Pasadena, the butterflies El are writing to me. Listen, these Hi, are Annie. real humans. I hope your back feels better. Pasadena, El Segundo, Beverly Hills, Cover City, Redondo Beach, Monrovia, Laguna, Downey, Rancho Cucamonga, Ventura County, North San Diego, Upland, Claremont. Okay, but these are people who know that you're sick and no. want to make you feel better. It's like, yes, don't. let's just let her... <laughs> Let her, her live in her delusional world and be happy. Well, I'm not going to burst your bubble. That, Allie is proving there are addicts in every city. No. That might have been what Mo Diggs was doing. He said, killed tons of them driving my semi. They're oh. just as beautiful dead. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. That took a real turn. Are you sure they were butterflies and not fireflies? Oh. Uh, I I can't. <laughs> I have nothing for you. Here's the thing. I um was actually tweeted a bunch of articles. They're called Painted Ladies. They look just like monarchs. And apparently they're coming up this way in droves because they have to lay their eggs. And because of all the rain, it's a great area right now. Wait. What? Butterflies lay eggs? Yeah. Yeah. Did I... Did you guys know that? I thought I knew that. I thought butterflies just—I just thought butterflies just did it and then gave birth. What? I guess I've never seen a pregnant butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know butterflies laid. They must be the tiniest little eggs. Think about how small a butterfly egg has to be. I'm gonna just—I'm gonna just keep it a bean. <laughs> um. I got some. You want to hear some news audio on this? Yep. I mean, can't they, be better than you figuring out they lay eggs, but sure. Butterfly? Did you know that? I thought I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was a lot of them sure. they lay eggs like on top of leaves. A lot of them just randomly just plop some down. Okay. On flowers. Here's, here's Channel Seven from yesterday. Apparently. Now we're getting word that Allie wasn't hallucinating. Mm -hmm. About one billion small butterflies known as painted ladies are flying north from the deserts of Mexico. How is President Trump not stopping them, by the way? Well, they're painted ladies. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Uh, a billion, a billion, a billion, a billion, a billion. No, is it a billion oh, butterflies? Too many. Experts say it's an unusually large migration prompted by all of the heavy rain. People in places like Burbank, San Bernardino, and Hermosa Beach have captured them on camera. The butterflies are yellowish, orange, and black, and they're about the size of a silver dollar. Just beautiful. Did you take uh, any video? 
Uh, no, I was, I was too high. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. LA and OC's Alternative Rock. It's 106.7 KROQ. It's going to be a big deal tonight at the Roxy, you guys. Bush and Live, both celebrating their 25th anniversaries of their debut albums, are going on a big tour this spring and summer, and they're kicking it off tonight at the Roxy. We have tickets you can win from the world-famous K-Rock right now. This game is called I Love the 90s. <laughs> we were playing a lot of the band Bush and the band Live back in 1994, but there were a lot of other great songs here on the world-famous K-Rock at the same time. I'm going to be playing a clip that's about uh, 10 to 15 seconds long. All you have to do is identify that smash hit from 1994 by title and artist. These will all be songs you know and probably remember, but can you come up with them by title and artist? We have five pair of tickets to give away. Let's meet our first contestant, and we'll go to line one and make it Tony from San Fernando. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Good. How you doing? 1994, you ready? Oh, yeah. Ready to go. Title and artist. Here we go. He's singing along. All right, mm-hmm. you know it. Title and artist, please. Oh, my God. Uh, I will treat you well. We were looking for Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. That was the answer we were looking for. Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. I'm sorry you didn't win, but thank you for playing. And good luck with that potty mouth going forward. (laughs) All right, let's say hi to Bob in Santa Clarita. Hey, Bob. Hi, good morning. How do you feel about the music of 1994? You love it? You know it? Uh, I think I know it. That's a good sign. Good luck. Here's your song. That was a big hit 25 years ago on K Rock. Title and artist, please. I don't know the title. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Alla, you want to help him out on that one? That's uh, Counting Crows with Mr. Jones. Counting Crows, Mr. Jones is correct. Thank you for playing. All right. So far, we still got all five pair of tickets to to go. Let's see if Todd in Riverside can claim a pair. Hey, Todd. Hey, party people. How'd you do with the first two you heard on hold? Uh, I I knew the artist, but uh, the song. All right. This might be (laughs) still still bad signs. Tougher than we thought. All right. Here's yours from 1994, Title and Artist. Big K-Rock song, title and artist, please. Drawing a blank. So sorry. Is it Drawing a Blank by So Sorry? It is Boys and Girls by Blur. That's what we were looking for there. Thank you for playing, though. Thank you for calling. Are these too hard? What are we going to do? Uh, I only got Counting Crows. Really? Yeah. But you recognize them, right? No. Have you didn't never... recognize Possum Kingdom by the Toadies that oh, we yeah. play Possum, about every yeah. two weeks? Possum Kingdom, yes. The last song, we all just shook our head like, yeah. what? Boys and Girls by Blur, okay. No idea. 
All right. Let's go to Alessa, Ontario up next. Alessa. Yes. Here's your song. Good luck. And I thought what I felt so simple. And I thought that I don't belong. And now that I am leaving, now I know that I did something wrong. A number one song from 1994. Huge record on K-Rock. Title and artist, please, for Bush Live tickets. Uh, yeah, I was in first grade. I have no idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that's funny, because when she said hello, I looked at... Jensen and I said, is she 10? <laughs> I mean, oh, she no. did call for a game that she knew was the hits of 1994. Oh, I got that one, Bean. Uh, who is that, Allie? That is Lisa Loeb with Stay. Yes, from Reality Bites. You are correct. Thank you for playing. Thank you for listening, Alessa. Let's go to Michael. <laughs> By the way, we're going to just start uh, giving these tickets out to, well. yeah, to caller I mean, 20. This is bad luck. <laughs> I'm, uh, I think we're just going to stay on all day until we get five winners. I like is what it. I think. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Michael. How how you feeling, son? Oh, not not too great after those. Uh, I, I didn't know most of those songs. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Here's, uh, here's yours. Fingers crossed. Should I bother asking if you know who that is? Uh, Lords of Acid? I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was connection by Elastica. All right, I this feel is, like we, this is going well. I feel like we've never had a game with no winners. Well, you're not picking great songs. <laughs> These are all huge K Rock hits from 1994. <laughs> I didn't know the last one. I didn't know the last oh one. Oh my god. Chip. Nope. Nope. All right. All right. Let's try. Uh, is it Ramon up next? La Ramon. Yes, sir. Good morning, party people. You're going to win all five pair of tickets. Oh, I'm, no. I'm kidding, of course, but let's see if you get this one again. Another smash hit from 25 years ago on K-Rock. It's all right. There comes a time. Got no patience to search for peace of mind. All right, I'm counting on you. What do you got? It's only a partial answer. Um, Alice in Chains. Yes. Uh, yes. Song. Um, damn. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no excuse for not knowing this. Yeah, it's called oh, No Excuses. Thank oh, you for playing, though. No. Ramon. All right, let's try uh, Bryce. This may be our last one, and then no, we clear the line. No, we keep going. What happened? <laughs> I mean, this has got to be better than the what's happening. Is this oh, <laughs> nothing's better than the last what's happening? Bryce in Cyprus, what's what's going on, man? What do you think the problem is today? Are our uh, listeners too know, young? It might not be any better because I was born that year. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I uh, love it so much. This is your hit from the year you were born. Title and artist, please. All right, a big number one song here on K-Rock. Who was it? Title and artist. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Okay, don't okay. be sorry. Don't Just be enjoy sorry. Enjoy your youth. It was R.E.M. What's the Frequency? Kenneth was the name of that song. All right, let's clear the lines. Hang up on everybody.
<laughs> and then call her 20 through 24. If you want to go see Bush and live at the Roxy tonight, you can. 1-800-520-1067. Call now. Good luck. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hey, David King of Mexico. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Because this day. What was that song we were just playing, Dave? Uh, was it uh, Atlas Genius Trojans? That is correct. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Good start. Here's what happened. Oh, we boy. just gave. A, <laughs> we just did a game trying to give away Bush and live tickets, and the social media on this is split yeah. between people who think the people who called in are idiots because they knew all the songs. The people who were writing it to people who agree with the people on the phone going, "I didn't know any of the songs." Because in real life, that may have been Bean is saying that may have been the first time ever in the history of the show that we weren't able to give away even one. Ticket. Yeah, it Even was insane. one ticket, yeah. yes. And I thought that for folks who weren't with us, it was very representative of K-Rock 1994. Of course, if you were one when we were playing Mr. Jones by Counting Crows or uh, Stay by Lisa Loeb or No Excuses by Allison Jones, uh, Allison Chains, maybe you don't know those songs. <laughs> right. So Dave, mm-hmm. chirping in from the other room. I knew them all. Yeah, I was I, seven for seven. I, I was well, seven for seven, he said. Listen, even Elastico was on the Captain Marvel commercials. So it's, that's one of the reasons why I pulled it. It's yes. it's in that movie, by the way. It's hot again. Yes. But Dave from the other room, it's so easy for you. And by the way, your little <laughs> Asian friend Christine also claims she why knew them she all. Be Asian? She, well, she, she just happens is. to be. She's six, she said she was six for six, only missing one because she was screening. So yeah. we have yes. people who are basically perfect in the other room. Well, perfect they, they in the other room. They tend to say that every single time. I got all of them. <laughs> well, let's see what it's okay. like with the mic in his face. Oh. So, Dave, right. I have more songs uh, that do it. we didn't get to be in the contest, so let's find out how right. good you really are. This is a right. continuation right. of mm-hmm. the game that we just went 0 for 7 on. <laughs> All right. Let's see how <clears throat> Dave does. Again, these are songs from 1994 on K-Rock. Let's see if Dave, <laughs> let's see if Dave can live up to the hump. Oh, my phone's ringing. <laughs> your phone's ringing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Right. No, he's staying here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's your first one. Let it play. All right, Mr. Seven for Seven. Title and artist. See the Veruca Salt. See the. You are correct. Eight right. for eight. Okay. Eight for eight. All, All right. right. Let's see what's next. King. I'm so blind. Corn. <laughs> wow. What is he up to? Nine for nine? Nine for nine. Yeah. All right. This is concerning. This None is, of us thought he'd do this. This is very scary. Okay. All yeah. right. Keep going. All right. Up next, I know, Ali, you'll get the, this one, but can Dave? Maybe. Come on. Oh, no. He's getting too confident now. You got him I just want to fly lately. What is that monster K-Rock hit from 1994? Live Forever, Oasis. All right. God well, damn it. he's killing. You should have right. called in, Dave. You I know. Bush and live tickets. All right, a couple more. All right. I am the girl you know can look you in the eye. He's singing along to every word. <laughs> I am the girl you know so sick I cannot try. Title and artist. That is Hole. Violet? 
No! Oh, no! Miss World! No, Miss World! Miss World! <laughs> yes. I, uh, I'll give him this. Uh, he knew all the words. He did. He did. Ging, 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 uh, Miss World! It's the next okay, fucking lyric! Well, let's give him a couple more. That's all still right. really good. Really? Oh, no, I can't believe I missed it. You're no, doing better than many of our callers. All, all of right, the callers. We got, <laughs> we got, uh, we'll just do one more. Yeah. Okay. Here's right. for Dave. She'll make you breakfast She'll make you toast But she don't use butter And she don't use cheese I just love that song because it mentions toast She uses Vaseline Flaming Lips And the song's called? Uh, she don't use Vaseline (laughs) 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 Okay, maybe I didn't know all the song titles She don't use jelly Jelly. is what it's called There's a good chance had you called in, you would have won tickets. Oh. I'm sorry that none of our listeners did, but thanks, uh, thanks for playing. This All has right. been 1994 on K Rock, the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. So I'm at my favorite uh, Sunday morning diner uh, on, well, strangely Sunday. What? <laughs> no. And I had a, uh, I had a new waitress, uh, one that I had not uh, dealt with before, and she was, uh, she was youngest. She would not have won the game that we just played, uh, early twenties. And um, I'm ordering, and I said, hey, I can't remember. Do you have turkey sausage? And she said, um, all sausage comes from turkeys or something like that. She says, all sausage comes from turkeys. She said, what do you mean, turkey sausage? I mean, she was a nice lady, but she she genuinely started the conversation with me. She said, why do you call it turkey sausage? And I said, because most sausage comes from pigs. Turkey sausage, if you have it, is kind of an alternative for people who don't eat pigs. And she said, oh, I didn't know that. And I said, I don't eat, I don't eat pigs. So she said, do you, do you want ham then? Oh, what and I said, is going on? And I said, ham comes from pigs also. Oh, no. And she, I said, do you know where bacon comes from? She says, isn't bacon turkeys too? And I said, no, no. sir. I said, there is turkey bacon, but that's, again, a substitute because that also is a pig product. And then I explained to her about pepperonis and about <laughs> pork chops and about all the other stuff. That I sat she, her down. She had, and I'm not joking, guys. This is not me exaggerating for, for radio ha-has. Had no idea that any of those products came from the pig. She, I mean, uh, were her parents shielding her from pig massacres and well, slaughters? This is what I don't know, and this is what I was thinking about on the whole way home, is that I know that there is a time in many children's lives where their parents don't, at that moment, want them to make the connection between the cute little sheep and their storybooks and the lamb chops on their plate. I get that. I understand that maybe there's an age at which you make that connection. Mm -hmm. Either somebody tells you or you figure it out on your own. Yeah, but they had no problem telling her turkeys got slaughtered. This woman was, I mean, she was like 23, 24, something like that. And I guess maybe it's it's just a, a disconnect from the of where your food comes from because all you ever see is it's in a package in the supermarket. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't ever kind of figure out the process of it. I mean, I, I mean, knew pretty quick, dude. You I did. mean, you, yeah, you figured you, it out early. Yeah, you have to know where where, where did where I asked every time I ate something. Where is this? I mean, I didn't just eat stuff without asking where it came from as a kid. Come on, I, I swear to God, kidding. no, I swear to God, I had escargot. I remember eating it and being like, "What was? Th- what is this?" Before I ate it, and they were like, "You won't believe me, but it's snails." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try it. Try it." I, I would do that with anything. My mom would take me to sushi, and she would use names from the menu that are like you know Japanese. Yeah, and then I would 
ask. I wouldn't just eat it. What's unagi, mama? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what a weird kid. Yes. How I was also you? wearing a full suit. Right. <laughs> How old were you at this time? No, my mom used to dress me in suits. Yes. <laughs> because what, like, but like, what 10-year-old is even going to try a snail? I That's did. Weird. That's weird to me. I did. I agree, Bean. Oh, Dave says, I went to a Farmer John's plant when I was a kid, and oh. I learned really early. Oh. That is. By the way, I don't eat any of those animals either, and I'm telling you that I think everyone should go to the Farmer John's plant. I think that would change a lot of minds. A lot of people would become vegetarians. All right, bummer. So, so it was uh, it was Sunday that she learned that pigs create bacon and ham and pork chops and sausage. It was very Homer Simpson-like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lisa, honey, are you saying you're never going to eat any animal again? What about bacon? No. Ham? No. Pork chop? Dad, those all come from the same animal. <laughs> yeah, right, he's a, a wonderful, magical animal. <laughs> so that got us on the topic of that was, uh, she was uh, that day old when she found out about the pigs. Mm-hmm. What did you find out way late in life that you should have learned much earlier? Uh, we got, we're going to go to line one here in a second, so please don't hang up there, sir. Uh, Jensen, you had an example of something that you found out maybe way after you should have. Yeah, I well, do you guys you guys all love the movie Home Alone as much mm-hmm. as I do? Sure. Okay. D- did you know that the cop who comes at the beginning of the movie to talk to the kids? Mm-hmm. L- looking back now, do you remember that that's Joe Pesci? No. Yeah. So the robber who who robs the house later is checked in and found out that there was a vacation happening earlier in the movie when the cop stops by to just check in. What? Do you remember that? No. I mean, well, I, I, I haven't, I'm not a guy who watches Home Alone every Christmas, well, so I should. haven't seen it in many, I'll, many years. I'll give years. you another one. I'll okay. give you another one. You know Chinese takeout food boxes? Uh-huh. You know, the, like the shape is very odd. Why would you mm-hmm. want that? It's very strange. If you take out the metal, mm-hmm. remove that, and then mm-hmm. it the opens handle, up right? and it becomes its own plate. Yes. Did you that know I that? Knew. I did that I know that. Yes. I didn't know that till literally probably a couple days ago. Okay. <laughs> the other one I didn't know. Do you know sauce cups? The, like, rigid, you put your ketchup in at, like, uh-huh. uh, okay. Sure. Did you know, because it doesn't make sense. You put fries in, but you only get, like, a, you know, an inch in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or, or like, you, a, hamburger, a hamburger doesn't fit in. Right. Right. It, you slowly open it up, and it completely folds open. And, no. Yes. And Those then, little plastic cups? Yes, and then you just have a, a little plate for your ketchup. Didn't know that. There you go. Okay, that's pretty okay. cool. Okay, I, will, I will say this. Dave blew my mind yesterday. And he said, well, you know that um, Arby's is just, it's R and B for roast beef. Yeah, I didn't didn't know that until yesterday. (laughs) No idea. And I learned something two months ago when I had to have someone come out because um, one of my burners wasn't working on my stove. He lifted the top part of the stove up and I went, oh, wait, how did you, what kind of key did you use? And he goes, have you never cleaned? Oh, you've never cleaned under here. Oh, and I was like, Allie. no. Oh, I've that. I had no idea. You mean that lifting this... the burners off the top of the stove? No, no, the no actual underneath. Stove like the part. actual top oh, shelf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. knew that opened? Yeah. Yes. Good That's how you clean the God. grease. I had no idea. That's how they designed them on purpose so that you could do that. Well, I didn't know. Guys, I was uh, uh, an hour ago when I found out that butterflies lay eggs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that butterflies laid eggs. Uh, hey, Bean, Omar writes in, I've worked in the raisin industry for almost 20 years, and there are a lot of people out there who do not realize that raisins come from grapes, says Omar. All right, let's take a couple of quick calls, 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to uh, Rosemead, please, and say hello to our good friend Polo. He is on line one. Uh, Jensen Polo is mm-hmm. an awesome name Beautiful. for your son as well. 
Hey, hey Polo, guys. what's going on, man? Hey, uh, um, yeah, I didn't know either, uh, being, so don't feel bad. And, uh, oh, about the butterflies, thank you. though, I do know a lot about the Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> well, you're I my hero then. About that, but not what's the, the thing uh, that you found out late in life, though? I'm sorry? What's the thing you called about? No, that was, um, it was about the, uh, and I assume most guys don't know about this, uh, women's period, <laughs> what it actually is. <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, I don't know. Polo, why don't what you, comes why don't you out? tell and me? And it was in my late 20s that my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend told me at the time. And I was like, oh. What, do you, what is it, Polo? I mean, uh, you guys, I mean. No, but we want to hear you explain. Yeah, we uh, hear you. you still don't know, do you? Well, the, uh, it's acting as if, uh, oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm still dumb. <laughs> um, I, I, a baby, it's, it's acting as if the baby's coming out, something like that. I don't know, something to do with baby. No, it's not a baby no. coming out. It's the opposite of a baby coming out. It's the shedding of the uterine lining. Because you don't there need it. No because you're not because I don't need it. Kind of stuff. I mean, I didn't even know how, what, how to pick up how to tampon and... I, I oh. still don't know what goes on down there. Polo, uh, Polo, hit the Google. Hit the Google. <laughs> I don't know what's going on down there, Polo says. <laughs> he said it, it's not a baby. <laughs> uh, thank you for the call. I love what? Polo. How do we beat that? Put him down for caller of the year. Yeah. God, we got so many good ones here, Allie. What are we going to do? Uh, we got to take a break here. Uh, take a break and let's blow out what's happening. For God, real. Yeah, have you heard incredible. what's happening? Because look at Lolly and look at Judy. Yeah, I mean, these are it. great calls. Yeah. All right, so yeah. we are going to continue with this at 1-800-520-1067. You were uh, way too old to find out something you should have known much earlier. We'll take your calls right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I can't believe how old I was when I learned blank. That's the topic here on the Kevin and Bean Show at 1-800-520-1067. Sarah writes in on the Kevin and Bean at Kevin and Bean Twitter account. Two weeks ago, I learned that the dashes in front of numbers on the national weather forecast maps mean negative temperatures (laughs) below zero. I always thought that zero was the beginning. I had to reach out to my Canadian friends to verify. (laughs) So when she saw negative eight on the weather from Montana... She just had no idea what it was. She thought it was eight. Uh, yeah, just a dash. She just right thought it was eight. eight. Yeah, there's nothing below zero. What would it matter? Oh, that's amazing. That's so California. That's great, Sarah. Yes. Thank you for sending us that. Let's go to Lolly. She's in LA as well. Up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Lolly, what'd you just find out about? Well, uh, I found out when I was 25 years old. I was driving with my boyfriend to Fresno, and we saw a cotton field. And I looked at my boyfriend, and I'm like, "Wow, that's a lot of cotton." I go, how can you use so much cotton? I go, I bought a box of Q-tips like uh, two years ago, and I still have it. I can't imagine who would use that much cotton. <laughs> and then he looked at me, and, and I was like, what? He felt like, and I go, it's Q-tips. I go, and he goes, have you ever looked at your clothes? And I go, no. And he goes, clothes, everything's made out of cotton. <laughs> and I was like, no, for real. <laughs> and he goes, no. and I go, it's fabric. And he goes, Fabric is cotton. <laughs> that is fantastic. She's like, I Thank bought you, those Q-tips two years ago. How, how do people go through them so quick? That's amazing. That's fantastic. Great. All right, Lolly. Oh, so I good. I love the way she says cotton, cotton. too. Fantastic. Thank oh. you for calling. 
From the 714, I thought the equator was a really warm river around the Earth because on the globe, it's blue. I thought that until I was in my 20s. Oh. Uh, this does remind me of a Kylie Jenner tweet from last September where she said, Last night I had cereal with milk for the first time. Life-changing. She's in her t- 20s. She never knew about milk and cereal together. Wait, hold on. Yeah, because then Chris Jenner said she just always fed them it dry. So they didn't know that you could put milk in. Who's drink? Who's eating dry cereal? I've done that too. What? Yeah, it's kind of candy if it's cinnamon toast crunch. But if you put milk, it's better. We all know that. Oh, yeah, you're all weird. Okay, all right. <laughs> we're taking calls on what you were old when you found out at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Judy's in Santa Monica. Thank you for calling and holding on, Judy. What did you find out, and how old were you? Um, I was probably seven or eight, and. My parents used to, we always went to this deli to get sandwich meat, like fresh cut sandwich meat. And one day we're walking through and I'm like, ew, that's gross. And my brother's like, but you eat that. And I'm like, what do you mean I eat that? He He's like, yeah, that's tongue. I'm like, no, it's not. He goes, and the guy behind the deli's like, yeah, that's cow tongue. Your dad just ordered like a pound of it. And I'm like, I'm never eating that again. Oh, <laughs> so I have how, how no long, idea. Yeah, how long have you been eating cow tongue without knowing? Just years? <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, your parents are like, here, eat it. It's tongue. I never thought that it was an actual tongue. And <laughs> I'd never seen it as a cow tongue. And they're huge and disgusting. And yeah, no, never eaten it since. It's a tongue that comes out of a cow. Well, but you, again, <laughs> Let her work through it. Por- pork chop does not mean it's a pig chop. Okay. You know? It does, no. It does, though. It, it does, though. I mean, that's what it is. It's, it, 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 it's like a rump roast that just comes out of the back of a cow. It's a cow ass. But, okay, and if they labeled it as cow ass, would you actually buy it? Have you had rump roast? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call, Judy. I appreciate that. Let's try Manny Linwood up next, line six on the Kevin Amin Show. Manny, what's happening? Hey, party people, and it's uh, Manny's Thank Yes, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah yes. Thank Yes. I'm sorry your friend Kevin isn't here to enjoy this, but go ahead. I know, I know. Hey, Bean, by the way, I'm going to miss you. Just FYI. Thank you, Manny. What did you learn when you were much too old to learn it? You know how a few weeks ago you guys were talking about washing the butt, and there was this thing called a washcloth? Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I had never heard of that. Uh-huh. I had never used one. Right. Even after even after that little talk, I still am not using it. It's exit only. I don't want to go down there. I just let the water trickle down my butt crack, and hopefully the soap does its work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to turn forty. You gotta you gotta get a washcloth, dude. Beautiful. The way he said it was like beautiful poetry. I was so interested. <laughs> All right, Danny. Thank you for the I just call. let it go down my butt crack and. I just hope everything worked out. It was beautiful. It was like kind of nice. Let's go to Scott in Burbank. He's in line eight. What is happening today? Great show. (laughs) Scott, good morning. Hey. Good morning. So this has a little bit of a punchline to it, but my mom called the other day, and she's in her 70s, and it was really random call out of the blue, and she said, so I have a question for you. What's a pickle? And... I kind of thought she was trying to trick me or something, so I said, well, I guess it's kind of a vegetable. And she said, well, what does it come from? I said, isn't it a cucumber? And she said, yeah, can you believe I never knew that? But the thing <laughs> is, is her, her first job ever was a pickle packer. 
Oh, Whoa. No. Whoa, plot twist. Yeah. And she never knew what she was packing. I don't well, know how you take that. Well. well, by the way, Pickle Packer was my nickname in college. Sure, sure <laughs> so. it was. Now, we're all thinking the same thing. I mean, he's right. A p- pickle is a cucumber that's been processed, yes. right? right? Okay. Yes. But she, she just found out at 74 years old. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you, Scott. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more. Let's make it uh, Rafael Pico Rivera line one. He's up next here on K-Rock. Raphael, another uh, food-related one. What do you have? Yeah, what is up, party people? Um, so my whole life, about two years ago, I've been saying smashed potatoes instead of mashed potatoes. <laughs> so check this out. The reason how I found out it was uh, mashed potatoes, I went to a restaurant, and I was like, wait, there's a typo in, this, in, in, the, in the spelling. It's, uh, it's, um, it's mashed. So I'm like, I'm not going to eat in a restaurant that has a typo, and I get that look of like, really, dude? It's mashed potatoes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's great. Did you believe the Grinch when he carved the roast beast? Did you think that was what it was really called, too? I I did not, but, but doesn't it make sense? I mean, it's smashed. They're smashed potatoes. Well, they're also mashed. mashed. Yeah. yeah, you, you mash them. Not either or. He's trying to convince <laughs> us now. Right. All right, <laughs> but it's smashed potatoes. <laughs> Where the rest of the world is wrong. Thank you. Oh. Give me uh, line four, please. This is going to be Alex. We'll just squeeze in two more real quick. Alex, L.A., you're up. Hey, party people. So when I was in, like, around fourth grade, I had a friend, Hugh, in class who was black, and he told me that his dad just went to synagogue last night for for Hanukkah or something, and I told him, that's not possible. Jewish people can't be black. And it wasn't out of racism. It was honestly out of ignorance because I had grown up ethnically and culturally Jewish, but I didn't think of it as something, like, that you can convert to or be. I thought, like, you were either born Jewish or you weren't, you know? Yeah. And the whole... The whole class started arguing with me, basically telling me, like, no, of course, the teacher was black, too. And she was, like, yelling at me, saying, like, why do you think black people can't be Jewish? And it's like, because it's just not possible. Is it against the law or something? Oh, oh no. Geez. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, look, I you're not going to meet a lot of African-American Jewish people, I think. Am I wrong about that, Jensen? No, no, you're in the tribe, you, right? You, you don't meet a lot of them. No, you see so, more now than ever because of, you know, uh, Jewish um, women marrying black men is right, more right, right. acceptable now in these days than it was probably when my dad was uh, Yeah, younger. so I totally get where Alex was coming from. Like you said, it was just out of ignorance. You just didn't know, but that's very funny. That must have been a spirited conversation. All right, let's do one more. Let's make it Steve in Culver City. Up next, line three. Hey, Steve, you're our final call. What did you learn way too late? You know, I'm 47 years old, and just this weekend, I saw in a Twitter feed from Lena Hetty that you could actually peel a pineapple. Allie, you want to take this one? Yeah, I posted it um, on my Instagram, and people lost their minds. You basically cut off the top of a pineapple, and then you peel each piece yeah. from the the like prickly part. I had no I idea. I had no idea either, Steve. It's incredible. We'll actually tweet it from at Kevin and Bean, because the video is, it's insane, right? Oh, yeah. I was... I- I was like, my mind was blowing up yeah. in my head. Yeah. I was like, how is this possible? I have lost so many pineapples by not cutting them and letting them go bad. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it changes people's lives. All right. We all learned a little something here today. Thank you for the call, Steve. We'll take a quick break. I, Come back it, with more. I, I just hope it run down my butthole <laughs> and it just magically trickle. Uh, trickle down and make a clean. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. I don't mean to uh, steal your thunder, Allie, but um, it looks like April is going to have her baby by the end of March, maybe even as soon as this weekend. 
Uh, April, April the giraffe. What what thunder were you stealing? Because I'm sure this was going to be in your in your what's happening, but I'm just I'm so excited by the news. Apparently, the calf is kicking, the baby is alive and well in positioning. Uh, April's tail is now hanging and pinning to the left a little bit, which oh, is appropriate. S- same as Danielle's. <laughs> mm. The baby could be coming this weekend. Mm. April the giraffe's fifth calf. Uh, Chip just held up a sign that says giraffe. Li- they lay eggs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, let's, let's see what you have that's ex- as exciting as April the Giraffe having another one. Honestly, are you watching that live now? Is that what I'm, you're doing? I'm going to start right now, now that I know how close she is. You bet. Didn't they think she was close for like a month last time? Well, yeah. It was just a... A big food they ate. Right. Ate. You know, they have, burrito. they have a very long gestation period. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. But you She's said the, so cute. the tail is hanging out of her? No, no, the no, tail no, is... No, no, no. Oh, I wasn't it, listening. No. Yes, it's hanging and pinning to the left, which mm-hmm. is apparently appropriate and expected positioning for uh-huh. the big moment, the vet says. How dare you? All right. How do you, how do you hate giraffes? I just, I, I don't care. Okay. Like when the baby's born, I'll be like, ah, giraffe baby. And then I'll move on. Okay. Like well, a mo- normal human. Let's move on now. Then. All right. You guys, what's up with uh, Conor McGregor? He's, he's uh, anger a, issues. He's Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah uh, by the way, he just completed probation in that uh, attack case from before. The, he, the uh, chair into the, the bus. Yeah, yeah. They're calling it the dolly attack, which sounds so much cuter than yeah. he launch something at a bus. He completed five days of community services at uh, churches in Brooklyn. And then community services. That's funny because I said churches. My brain, honestly, lately, it's not good. And by lately. Anywho, he also did anger management classes. Had he violated that probation, he'd be in serious trouble. But here's what he did. Yesterday, around 5 a.m., He was seen walking out of a hotel at the same time um, as another guy. That guy tried taking a picture. Connor slapped the phone out of the guy's hand, fell to the ground. Connor then stomped on it and picked it up and left. Mm. So the guy filed a report. Cops went to where Connor was staying and arrested him. He's booked for robbery slash strong arm and criminal mischief. What is he from nineteen twenties? It's just insane. You got a little mischief and yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't look. It's a pain in the ass to have your photo taken everywhere you go, but you can't just destroy somebody's five hundred dollar phone. Oh, you know? can't. You can't. Absolutely. By the way, why was he outside of a hotel at five a.m.? Was he going to the airport? What was happening? Apparently, he was outside of the hotel where uh, Live Nightclub is, and apparently that nightclub closes at 5. Am I having a stroke? You might be. (laughs) Holy crap. That nightclub closes at 5 a.m., so it sounds like they were both walking out of the nightclub at the same time. I I was going to say, oh, he's probably going training, I thought. I thought, oh, he's going to the airport. He has an early flight. Oh, no, he was just partying, which, you know, got to respect. Yeah, can't break phones, man. You can't. No. So anyway, he has been released. They, you know, paid the fine, whatever. But that's not good, you guys. Not is, good. Is he still in the UFC? No. He hasn't fought in a minute, right? Yeah, but he's right. still in the UFC. He, last thing I he did they was, banned him. was he boxed uh, Floyd Mayweather, right? No. That wasn't the last thing, was it? No, he lost to uh, Kabob, and then he got into that, that a big rumble. Yeah, in the outside, okay. right? So yeah. he's, he's... not Khabib? 
Yeah, kebab. I'm like, is it kebab? Thank you. I think you eat a kebab. <laughs> I, I will be honest. I'd rather have a kebab than watch kebab. So I was. I don't even know much about UFC, but I'm like, his name ain't kebab. So the only fighting he's doing is apparently outside hotels at five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. he did yeah. eat the cell phone. Yeah, yeah, he did. He mm-hmm. did. Uh, there might be a rematch for millions of dollars. But here's the thing: if it was anyone else, wouldn't we be like, dude? Uh, you've been in enough scuffles here in America. Beat it, kid. Deport yeah. him. Mm. Well, maybe, yeah. He's trouble. He is trouble. Build the wall. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. Uh-huh. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize. Oh, good. Mm. Okay. To absolutely nobody. Oh. <laughs> the does what the he wants. Oh, the champ does what he wants. Okay. That right. changed so quickly. I thought, wow, he's really apologizing. In front of a huge crowd. True roller coaster. It really was, you guys. Well, I don't know if you've heard about this, Jensen, but your dream has come true. Oh. When you saw Jerry O'Connell reporting on the rains in Calabasas, you thought to yourself, this guy needs a show. Yeah, when he when he fills in for Wendy Williams, uh-huh. I say he needs a talk show. Uh, well, please call him by his full name, National Treasure, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Okay, there you have it. He is back at it with a gig hosting a daytime show dubbed Jerry O. It's going to be produced by Funny or Die. The show will include celebrity guests, comedy segments. It doesn't have a permanent home yet, but will air on Fox-owned stations for a three-week kind of trial run starting in August. Here's what Jerry said uh, via Vulture. He said, I love daytime. I love watching it. And it fall... Oh, you guys... Take two. I love daytime. every day. I love watching it and have fallen in love with guest hosting it. Whether asking people to cash me outside or asking them, how you doing? Daytime is a big part of my life. This is going to be fun. A fun time. Everyone is invited. Let's party. All right, hey, Jerry. Uh, Producer Dave, King of Mexico, we'd love to speak to National yeah. Treasure uh, Jerry O'Connell about his upcoming show, if we could. He he goes on Wendy Williams, and mm-hmm. he almost doesn't change the script of what Wendy says, and he just goes, he's, he's so Wendy. committed. Yeah. yeah. He, he's going to be very fun. And yeah. these are like syndicated tests. They mm-hmm. send them out to certain markets, see if people like it. I think Jerry's going further. Here's when I became, well, I became aware of Jerry O'Connell, obviously, in Stand By Me. Yes. Because just the cutest ever, Vern, and mm-hmm. they give him noogies on his head. But... He was so obsessed with morning news, and he loved KTLA news. Yeah, that would be up his alley. He would drop by the station. He'd come in. The assignment desk is like, hey, Jerry. It, it Like, randomly, just in the afternoon, they'd be like, Jerry O'Connell's here again. Why? He he's, just wanted to say hi. He's lovely. He loves <laughs> the news. Yeah, he's good at daytime TV. He's going to kill it. I think it's fascinating. Awesome. We need to get him on for yeah. sure. Right? Uh, Dave says yes. He's put on the list. Great. Excellent. Excellent news, you guys. Um, We're going to talk about you living to be 100, Bean, in Mm -hmm. just a little bit. Four more years and I'll make it. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, though, um, I've got a study on how old you feel. And how old you feel determines is determined by where you live. Okay, I'm intrigued. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. I'm intrigued. I could have said it better. Like this whole... God damn report. But coming up, coming up, it'll be. Oh, boy. <laughs> Holy oh boy. crap. You guys. On, uh, you're I, really it's, killing it. It's really something today.
lot of pain meds um, that are trying to exit my system. Oh, no, this is bad. This is bad. I don't like it. Oh, see, I thought that was just in my head. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> Allie, you need to lay down. <laughs> I really do. None of this um, makes sense to me. But well, I think I'm down for it. Okay. Let's See, am turn I off her saying mic. this? Am yes. I, I don't know if I'm just, even saying just, it. Just turn off her mic. Turn okay. off her mic, Chip. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's crazy all the things that people are continuing to send in that they found out late in life. I'm 38, Paul says. I found out just a few years ago that all the even number freeways and highways travel east to west and all the odd number freeway and highways travel north to south. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I did know that. Like the 10 is east west, the yes. 5 is north south. I, okay? I do also want to say that when we had calls up and we dropped them all, there mm-hmm. was one on there that said I was in my 20s when I found out uh, the vagina and the urethra were two different things. Huh. Yeah, I didn't want to go to that one, okay. so we didn't have to have that discussion. <laughs> I got I got an email from Erica from Orange who said, I taught her something last week that changed her life. Oh. And I post this on Instagram stories once a week because people still don't know that when you just touch the screen with your finger, you can stay on an Instagram story. So if someone's got a ton of writing and people are like, why do I keep flipping back? You just touch the screen and I it like stays. I like it when you do accents. <laughs> so that's very helpful. And thank you, Erica. I'm glad I changed your life. Ali's life hack. All right. Um, you guys know that I am uh, moving to England at the end of this year, right? What? Uh, I thought I mentioned it. Did I not mention it? No. Uh, and my hope is to get another uh, radio job. And people, uh, they look at me like I'm crazy because, A, I've got a pretty sweet job here, which is true, and I, and I enjoy it very much. And, B, they go, Bean, you're not a, you're not a young man to be pursuing a new career. <laughs> But here's what I tell them, and this is what I honestly believe. I'm transitioning, I hope, to British radio for the second half of my career. Okay. Because I plan to live to be 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've still got almost 50 years of broadcasting still ahead of me. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> <laughs> sounds horrible. <laughs> How dare you? You think I'm you think I'm tough to hear now? You're no. wondering about 88-year-old Bean? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to be, I'm not only going to be alive, I am still going to be broadcasting uh-huh. when I turn 100 years old. That's you, what I'm telling you. You're guys. saying you can get crotchier than this? Like crot- Yes, oh, I am saying okay. that. Okay. So I uh, keep my crotchety. eyes. Crotchety? Yes, crotchety. Crotchety. Well, it. I was trying to say more crotchety. So crotchety eater? Crotch- crotchety eater. <laughs> what are we doing today? This is the weirdest They're going to take ever. off our signal. Oh. And I wouldn't blame them. No. So I keep my eyes peeled all the time for articles that have information. Sometimes it's scientific. Sometimes it's just advice from people on ways to prolong your life because I hate it when I see someone dies at 71 years old. I hate it. I go, that just seems so young. Oh, I think so... that's ideal. <laughs> really? Kind of. 75 would be ideal. Um, so I came, I came across this piece the other day called Live Long, What Really Extends Your Lifespan. And this was a study that they did of hundreds of different factors for both men and women of things that contribute to or decrease your possibility of living to be a hundred years old. Okay. For instance, and this is the one that surprised me the most. If you sleep too much, it says you can trim a year and a half off your lifespan by sleeping too much. 
Now, I'm surprised by this because I would think that people would be different. They would have different amounts of sleep that would be best for that person. They say seven uh, seven hours a night is ideal, but no more than eight hours a night. Less sleep is better than eight plus hours. I think because um, the more sleep, that leads to obesity and things like that. Yeah, but you can be up and moving around and taking care of all that business when you're awake, can't you? I just, I, I never heard that sleeping too much would be detrimental to your lifespan. Because we've been raised with our parents telling us, make sure you get enough sleep. Right, Like yeah. it, it was It was almost encouraged as health. Well, that's what they're saying. This is too much sleep. Yeah, too but you, who knows that? I mean, you well, uh, These are scientists, so maybe yeah. they know. Maybe. Uh, be optimistic. If you're an optimistic person, that can add two years to your life. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. yeah. All right. Live in a city can decrease your lifespan by three years. Absolutely. I mean, that's got to be smog and yeah. just the hustle bustle of stress. stress. Yeah. And I would also think uh, accidents and things like that, getting hit by a car would be much more likely yeah. in a city. Right. Uh, live in the country, as you can imagine, can add up to five years for your life. Eat, le- eat less food adds more than 10 years to your life. That's obesity issues, right? Yeah. They have seen a 10 to 20% lifespan boost in rats and monkeys already. It is not yet proven in human, but it is believed that 10 years if you eat less food. All right. Here's one you can't do anything about. Have a long-lived maternal grandfather. Oh, So crap. your mom's dad lived to be how old? That is an indicator, and that can be up to eight years <gasps> difference in your life. Let's think about that, oh. uh, Jensen Alley. I know my – I'll never know how, how old my maternal father would have lived because he was killed during World War II. My mother's father uh, passed away when my mom was 18, and the youngest was one. So that's 10 kids, and he was in his 40s, Oof. and he had a heart attack. Well, probably because he, no, he had what? 10 kids and right. he yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's of course not, he had a heart attack. That's not good news for me. It was all that Viagra. <laughs> uh, I, I say my – Mom's dad, early seventies, which I like, okay. I think is kind of ideal. But then, uh-huh. uh, my wife, her maternal grandfather is alive right now in his ninety six. Oh, mm, so okay. she will way outlive you. Oh yeah, she'd be like, it sounds like yeah, she's gonna live on forever. This mm. one's interesting. Hang out with women a lot. Apparently, men who spend a lot of time with women in their formative years can live up to fifteen years longer what? than Whoa. those who don't. That's just from enlightenment. What is? What are we I don't play? know. Maybe I don't, this is such a dumb generalization. But maybe if you're hanging out with guys all the time, it's just like beers and cigars and rah rah rah. That but is with, that with, is dumb. Yeah, that's it is dumb. Stupid, okay, stupid just idea. making sure it was dumb. Here's one that I am not. Uh, I'm he not doing. Here's one that I'm not doing <laughs> as much as I should. This is you should drink a little alcohol. That can mm-hmm. give you two years. Those drinking a little a day, less than two units, do better than me, a complete abstainer. Wait, little a, every day? Yes, drink a little alcohol. No, that's an alcoholic. It, well, this it says those drinking a little a day, less than two units, do better than complete abstainers. What's I don't a think unit? <laughs> Be conscientious. No, but really, what's a unit? Yeah, like I don't know what or... I don't know what they're saying. Here, okay, right? I don't have the whole page open. Be conscientious is uh, adds a year to your life. Have more orgasms. Amen. Can add three years to your life. That's chemical. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Is it? What does yeah. it do? What does that, that makes you healthy? Or euphoria. Yeah. It's just it's happiness. Mm-hmm. All right, I need to work yeah. on that. Uh, how long is the next break? Oh. Um, 
Uh, a little red wine can add a couple of years. More close friends can add three years, too. Loneliness is equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. <laughs> oh, that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Isn't that sad? Uh, go to church regularly can add five years to your life. And I wonder if that has to do with uh, the peace and calm that may come from faith and also from just that kind of companionship and routine and friends and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, get married adds uh, adds uh, you are likely to live longer if you get married. Where's wow. another ding on you, Allie? That's I'm sorry. Real to say. sad. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, Allie. <laughs> uh, be rich. Here's one I've got. That, okay, I, I got, got that. that. Yeah, That's I mean... 10 years. Be a woman. I got adds, that. Adds seven years yeah, to your life. Yeah, I'm getting back up there. <laughs> and then it goes on to talk about things like exercise, uh, uh, eating healthy, living healthy. Um, live, obvious, at a, yeah. live at a high altitude, those sorts of things. Is high so, altitude better or worse? Mm-hmm. Better, high better. altitude is better. Yeah. yeah. It's better. And is that just, is that supposed to be better air or something? Better I think or? it's better air, but I'm telling you, I lived in Park City. Some of the healthiest people ever. A lot of cocaine, though. A lot, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> you know, I don't see that on the list. That's but no, Allie. My, my... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. I got to think the number one, I, I, tell me if I'm wrong, the number one complaint that neighbors have about other neighbors is dogs barking. Yeah, yeah, noise in general, but dog noise barking. Yeah, absolutely. if it's someone above you, you usually hear about people steps and right. stuff. But a dog is the overall house owner, yeah. everything. Yeah. If yeah, and if you're living in a neighborhood with a barking, 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 barking dog, it yeah. can drive you crazy. But should it be the type of thing that you can be arrested for? Yes. Mm. Allie says yes. yes. Here's the story out of Saddle River, New Jersey, then we'll discuss. Jersey Town wants to get tough on excessive dog barking. A proposed ordinance in Saddle River would prohibit loud, continuous barking for 20 minutes during the day and for 15 minutes at night. Dog owners who break the rules could face fines between $100 and $1,000. They could get community service or even prison time. Public hearing and vote are scheduled there in Saddle River on March 18th. Prison time for this. Now, look, you are absolutely responsible for the noise that your dog is making. And there, if you're going, if you're going to work and leaving your dog out in the yard, bored with nothing to do, and he's barking all day, you got to make other plans. As far as I'm concerned, right. mm-hmm. that's just not fair to the neighbors. Right. I, I remember I had a neighbor with a big old German Shepherd when I lived in Seattle, and I went over there four or five different times. And his defense was, "Oh, he's not barking that much." And I'm like, you're not here and you don't hear it. He yeah. barks for hours yeah. at a time. And by the way, you know what an animal lover I am? I feel terrible for the dog. 100%. That's what makes me so sad yes. is this dog is not barking because he's happy and enjoying his life. I'll yeah. tell you that. So- I have a neighbor that lives across the street from me. And when I say across the street and down two houses, and he has a dog that, I'm not kidding, one day it was over two hours. And the dog sits in the front window and barks at people walking by, barks whenever. And I finally went over, and he wasn't home, obviously. So I wrote a note, and I said, you're not aware of this because you're not home, but we have been listening to your dog for two hours. It's unacceptable. Your poor dog is in there. Your dog needs something. Mm -hmm. No response. So a week later happened again. So I went back over there, and I said, you need to call me when you get home. This is unacceptable. Still nothing. Wow. We have now we have a phone number that we call 
for the animal um, animal control people. Mm-hmm. They had come over. They had left him notices. The guy doesn't care, which is despicable. Not only does he not care about his neighbors, the bigger part is he does not give a s about his dog. Yeah, it is. It's unacceptable. I can't believe he's just ignoring it that much. That, that I, I, oh, yeah, almost no, another problem. This guy is a but this guy's dog. Bag. This guy's dog is inside. Inside. And barking through the window oh, and still making yeah. that much noise. Oh, yeah. Listen, I don't want to just play devil's advocate to play it. Okay. But I guess, Bean, you were saying the other option is to get uh, like a daycare. Is that what you're... Well, I don't... Uh, I'm I mean, trying I don't to figure know. out the other option because I know we all are very, you know... I mean, listen, well, I'm going to say Allie's person's problem is the ignorance. Like, that's also a different... Well, I'm going to say Allie's person's problem is a more difficult is a more difficult one to solve because he's leaving his dog inside, which shouldn't be a problem for the neighbors. That's what I mean, is that I I, I, I guess it's a slippery slope for me because I don't think cops should be involved, but I think figuring out the best plan for your neighbors is obviously a mandatory thing to be a good neighbor. But I don't know if it's... I mean, we've all been there, guys. We all know this happens. Like and our, you go through obedience classes, too. You can do that. Work. It works if you do a good one and you're a good owner. Well, I mean, I, I do know that there are a lot of dogs, uh, you know, a lot of people who have had success with their dogs with putting on like those citronella collars or something mm-hmm. like that, that it's, it just kind of sprays, sprays a, yeah. something at them. It doesn't hurt them. It just mm-hmm. sprays and it's uncomfortable to bad smell and that will work. But I mean, it sounds like this guy, I mean, if he's, if he's trying anything, he's certainly not sharing it with the neighbors who no. are having to put up with the dog barking all the day, all the time. I mean, is it during the day? I oh, mean, yeah. I our schedule makes it so we have to nap during the day, but right. like, I also think noise complaints should be in the hours of noise complaints. This was this was two hours straight of. I mean, that's not great. <laughs> Please nonstop. Me. Thank you. That's not uh, great. I'll tell you that. That's very annoying. But I I do think like it's during the day, Allie. You are the worst neighbor ever. I just well, I have it all the time from I, my neighbor. I mean, my dog's very quiet, but my neighbor does have a barking dog. And I remember recently from 12 to one thirty around there it was on. And I was like, well, we'll see if it goes to seven. I, those I, are the hours you're wow. supposed to say there's I too do, much noise. I, do, I, see what, I see what Jensen is saying. I have great sympathy for Allie in this case and for me when I lived across the street from that man with his dog. But, I, but he is right that the, most of the noise ordinances in most communities are after hours. Mm-hmm. In other words, you can go and run construction all day long. You can tear down or build a house next door from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and make as much noise as you want. And nobody can do anything about it because that's considered reasonable business hours to make noise. Is it a different situation if it's a dog? Because it seems like something you ought to be able to handle. I don't know. It it is because I mean that's I know at night do- if it's if it's ten p.m. But yeah, do you that's... think the dog is in? I mean the you're... dog is in distress. You don't bark for two hours straight unless something is wrong. I feel like dogs do. They just bark because no one's home, and they're bored. And that's why he's in distress. Well, yeah, maybe because... you get another dog. I don't know. That sounds. Oh God! Don't let this guy get another dog. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, I hate to break it to you, you have to steal that dog. You now have a dog. Yay! <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Hey, uh, late-breaking news, you guys. And now, breaking news bulletin. I think this one is maybe too big and too complex to save for what's happening. I think we need to unpack this a little bit. It is a very weird. A massive college entrance exam cheating plot has been uncovered by the FBI, and a couple of names you know have been arrested. 
Jensen, Allie, you want to fill me and the listeners in on this? Well, uh, Full House's Lori Laughlin. <laughs> when you woke up, did you think these people would be arrested today? <laughs> and Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives. This is a massive nationwide college, a college entrance exam cheating plot. This scheme involves um, facilitating cheating on both the SAT and the ACT for students to get into college. And we're talking about everything from having people pose as the students to yep. take the test. Proctors. To paying for proctors to be in there to, to give correct, them answers. And to correct it when they're done. And to correct it when they're done. And the most bizarre part of this whole thing, a lot of them were trying to get their kids in on a scholarship for being an athlete, even if they weren't an athlete. And they would take pictures of athletes and Photoshop their kids' face on the athletes. Because I guess it's easier to get in as a recruit. Like, as a recruit even for without, the, Even without scholarship, yeah, just to be a recruit. Yeah, college see you play before they give you a, uh, let you into the school? Uh, not some appears, schools. appears it does yeah. not. But this is insane. This is But hold Yale. on, let me stop. Let me stop. Let yes. me stop. I, I, I got to ask this, because I know people are thinking this. Felicity Huffman, who, by the way, has been a, a award-winning actress and is marvelous mm-hmm. for dozens of years, and mm-hmm. her equally acclaimed husband, William H. Macy, they must be very wealthy. Well, Absolutely. So much very so. wealthy. So much let so. Me, let me finish the yeah, question. Yeah, go ahead. Couldn't they make any kind of donation they that's, wanted to a school like USC and get all and get all the legacy treatment in the world that they they would deserve? Okay, so here's what I I thought that too. Here's my argument back to that. They have Felicity Huffman and William H Macy. It appears to be on the hook for five hundred thousand dollars total. Like that's what they're saying is involved in this scheme. Same with Lori Laughlin. There are some people who have paid up to six million dollars to be part of this scam. Wow. Is for it their all child. just USC? No, oh, no, tons of schools. This is uh, UCLA, Stanford, Yale, Georgetown, University of San Diego, Whoa. Wake Forest, University of Texas, and USC. All elite. So here's what I'm saying: If I can guarantee your kid is going, yeah, not just give money and my kid's a C student, I'm going to guarantee it. I think that's why they're going to this thing instead of just giving money to the school because you can't guarantee it. If you give, what if you gave five hundred thousand dollars to a school and they didn't let your kid in? They're letting right. my kid in if I'm giving them five hundred thousand. Well, that's the hope, right? All I know is my parents didn't love me enough. No, because <laughs> they they didn't do this. But this is this is mind blowing to go and have someone pose as your kid to take a test or to or, Photoshop yeah. pictures of somebody playing, you know, rugby with your kid's face on it. This is. So a couple things. One, the FBI has telephone calls between Felicity Huffman and uh, the wiretapped, the the informant. And all of these things are basically her setting up a test taking, basically cheating the SATs uh, for her daughter. And it does not appear her daughter knows she's getting the answers. Oh, no. So, like, the daughter's just sitting there answering everything. She hands it in, and that proctor fixes it. it. Yeah, <gasps> yeah and, the, and they don't think she knows. But they said it seems that Lori Laughlin's kids knew. So they, uh, it's all over the place, and, oh, and there's so much money involved in this ring. Now, are these two famous actresses the only people who have been named so far? No, there's up to 50 people that are involved uh, in it. Parents, it's it, it, I guess over 100 if you count their spouses. But William H. Macy's name not involved, who's Felicity Huffman's husband. They don't see huh. his name, but then they also do see Massimo, the, the clothing designer, mm-hmm. who is Lori Laughlin's husband. So there's a lot of money involved in these oh couples. Oh my goodness. This just has come in from TMZ adding to this story about this massive college entrance exam cheating plot. This is news this morning here on the Kevin and Bean Show. USC Senior Associate Athletic Director Dr. Donna Heinel and uh, ex-USC women's head soccer coach Allie 
Kosharoshan, probably saying that wrong, yep. and ex-assistant soccer coach Laurie Jenke are also all named, as well as current USC men's head water polo coach. Wow. Jovan Javik. So that means that the coaches involved knew that they were recruiting people that didn't play those sports, but were going to pretend, hey, Absolutely. you're on my polo team? Yes. Yeah. This is very wide-reaching, you guys. Oh, yeah. There's oh, also my. there's also stories here that I'm seeing that, like, um, there are people who just say, oh, my daughter plays this much tennis per, you know, per night, and she's ranked in the top 20. And they're like, this daughter has never been ranked below 200, ever. Like, she's not a good tennis player. This is insane. Yeah. Guys, Felicity Huffman is too famous and too good an actress to go to jail, right? I mean, they've been arrested. Oh I, but I mean, seriously, don't we have some exceptions for celebrities? Well, are you saying, take away. Are you I saying that you. Lori Loughlin being on a multicam sitcom, we can lose her, we can't lose Felicity Huffman? Yeah, I'm fine with Lori Loughlin going to jail. She's full house. But uh, Felicity Huffman is Magnolia, for God's sake. I mean, free Felicity Huffman. Who's with me? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, you ready for some What's Happening? I am. Me too. Let's do it. I can't say that I'm interested in this at all, but maybe maybe I could be turned on it. Fast and Furious star Tyrese Gibson will bring his racing chops to television for a celebrity car racing series. Nope. It's a fast-paced competition where celebrities from all walks of life will be trained by professional race car drivers and then face off on the racetrack. What do you think? I mean, the only way that would be interesting if there are stakes, and by that I mean that they can crash, and I don't think they're going to let Tyrese Gibson crash. Well, no, he's the host, and he's the um, producing partner with Mark Burnett. So, I mean... I think there's going to be crashes. There, You would think, absolutely. Yeah, but make nobody's sure really going to get hurt. Well, though. yeah. But not a lot of people. I mean, I guess people Means do like, die. If someone could die, yes, I'll <laughs> totally watch it. I'm just saying it'll be... Look, the... I'm not a big racing fan, but mm-hmm. the thrill of racing is that you have professionals who are yeah. going 210 miles an hour and anything can happen. I feel like this is going to be throttled to the yeah. point where, eh, so they're going 85, And you know? someone's got to jump out of their car and pretend they're on fire and just <laughs> right down to their undies, right? Can I, add, with you, right? Can I add to the pitch? Yes. Sure. Okay. Final lap. Uh-huh. Turning the corner. Uh, a buffalo. No, okay. even crazier. Okay. Above the shack where you see the final flag, uh-huh. Louis Anderson diving into a pool. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, we are in. Okay, we need we need to talk to Mark Burnett yeah. about adding that. But uh, no network is attached just yet. But I mean, it's Mark Burnett. He's yeah. going to get someone. He gets his stuff uh, on the schedule. Absolutely. Well, Kevin Hart has announced his return to comedy. He posted on social media, mark your calendars, damn it. My comedy special will be dropping on April 2nd on Netflix. I can't wait. Let's go. Hashtag irresponsible. Hashtag comedic rockstar S. Hashtag Netflix. Is there such thing as a comedy special anymore that isn't on Netflix? Seriously. Well, it was kind of a touchy subject over there for a little bit because that was what Monique was saying. Um, Like, racially, they weren't making as much money as the Jerry Seinfelds and such. Mm -hmm. And so now, uh, she didn't have much of a leg to stand on before, in my opinion. But now, even more, they're paying out big money to every comedian, no matter the race. Dave Chappelle got it. And Chappelle did, yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine how much he's getting paid. A lot of dough. A lot of money right there. You guys, the Jonas Brothers comeback single, Sucker, rocketed onto the Billboard Hot 100 chart at number one. That's the first time ever for the band. Nostalgia, man. Isn't that insane? They've never had a number one ever 
Over, you know, 12 years ago, they reached, I guess, number five with Burning Up in 2008, but that's the highest they went. What's a new song called? Sucker. Have you guys heard it? Yeah. I did, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have a clip for folks. Who oh, oh wonderful. Because I get a thousand hugs <laughs> from 10,000 lightning bugs because they tried to teach me how to dance. I mean, it's catchy. You can't lie. It's was catchy. It, was it Kimberly? Was that the caller for Keep It 100 that requested yes. that goddamn song? Mm-hmm. I have a she, shrine to her in I my house. I remember her name, Kimberly, because I'm still so mad at her. I do have her. the Jonas Brothers song, though, if you do want to hear it. Oh, okay. you do? Good. Yeah, let's hear it. Thank you. How many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your skin turn pink? Eat too much and you'll get sick. Shrimps are pretty rich. You can see Guys, why that it's sounds a one. banger. Yeah, I, yeah. Even regardless that we play it and it's, we're joking, I would listen to that song when the it, when it drops. Yeah, like, yes, it's a big drop. It's oh. pretty good, but that actually isn't the Jonas Brothers song. Oh, and you haven't? I just I don't want to. I don't want to get out of this segment without playing Please. the real thing. Please. You know what? I'm sorry. That's, That's beer mug. Okay. That was I beer have, mug. Okay. No, sorry, I do have. You have. You too. Okay. okay, thank you. How has no one covered this? Someone should cover that. They couldn't do it any better. No, but they could. Why bother? Know, I don't know, man. Nostalgia, dude. Uh, Smash Mouth is forever, Jensen. That's you guys, uh, we were talking yesterday about how Chip went to see um, Limp Biscuit at Musink and. How how are we not getting a band like that, like a Limp Biscuit or a Smash Mouth on Weenie Roast? I have to. We have to. Hashtag Biscuit for Weenie Roast. Biscuit for Weenies. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah, you, I got a biscuit for your weenie. You're in the real Fred Durst mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. am. Uh, how, do, how are they not going to play Weenie well, Roast? Well, first of all, we don't know that they are or aren't because we're not involved in those decisions or mm. those meetings. Can Allie. I talk to Fred Durst right now through the airwaves? Sure. Hey, Fred, can you play Weenie Roast? Hashtag Biscuit for Wieners. Wait, no? Weenie. Biscuit for Weenies. Biscuit for Weenies. Yeah. And it's my biscuit. I'm just saying, let's do it all for the nookie. Yeah. Right? He should You're a big fan of uh, of Limp Biscuit, then, right? Of who? Limp Biscuit? Yeah, I guess I am. We should definitely have Frankie Valley. Whatever. Don't even listen to that man. What? Limp Biscuit for Weenie Rose. Ali, I am with you. I support you. I think it's a fantastic idea. But again, out of our hands, we don't book the Weenie They don't care what we think. Okay, well. Well, sounds like a hashtag for me. <laughs> if it if it happens, I think it'd be fantastic. Absolutely. So let's continue putting it out there in, into the ether. Uh, the Fred Durst and Smash Mouth. Together. I'm uh, it, on stage at the same time with <laughs> mix-ups. No, not even. Just playing their songs at the same time. Oh, like Billy Joel and Elton John used to do, like, they, when they did... They... No, just at the same time. Simultaneous, simultaneously what? at the same time. <laughs> I had a stroke. I had another stroke. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay, we talked about this earlier, and I never got to the story. It's about how old people feel is very different than how old they actually are. And that I, varies mm-hmm. depending on where they live. 
Meaning what uh, state or city they live in? Or country, yeah. Americans feel 65 at 68 years old. So we're ranked 53rd in the world. Here's the thing. That's not much of a difference. It isn't. No. (laughs) It isn't. The top countries for feeling 65 at the oldest ages were Japan, which is, they feel uh, at 76 years old. They're like, I feel 65. Because in Japan, you're going to live to be 110. True. Uh, But the same for Switzerland, France, and Singapore. On the flip side, the top countries that feel old at the youngest ages, at 45 in Papua New Guinea, you're feeling 65. This is Whoa. such a specific That's not good. thing. In the Marshall Islands, you're feeling uh, 65 at the tender age of 51. Same with Afghanistan. You guys, we shouldn't live there because we will feel old. <laughs> I would be, that's mildly interesting, but I would be more interested. <laughs> that's what I feel. Everyone's <laughs> ears are so close. Oh, I felt 65 when I was 63. Oh, bummer. Well, no. I think no, 51, what, that's shocking. That is, yes. That and I feel bad bad for that person. But I guess what I would be more interested in is how old does the, the average, let's say the average person listening to our show right uh-huh. now is 35. Yeah. Okay. okay. How old does that 35-year-old feel is what I would be curious about. Because I'd 20. be willing to bet that most of them don't feel 35. No. I have I'll felt you 50 my whole life. See, <laughs> you're, oh, sorry. See, you're the opposite. I think when like when I go into like a bar or something and I notice everyone's super young, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, everyone's super young. Oh, wait, I'm old. Like, it doesn't occur to me until I see really young people. Yes. Well, that, you oh, used, my God, you I'm now that creep. Hang, Yeah, you could hang with them until your hip reminded you of how old you are. Honestly, I've never felt older and now than I have this cane, past week. Now with your cane, it's I mean, going to be even harder. You guys, I should be fine by the end of the week. Okay, sure. Well, as long as you keep bringing us more of those Red Hot Marshall Island update stories, yeah. you'll be fine. And if you keep <laughs> passing me those Werther's in your pockets. <laughs> They're warm, though. Yeah. I really like them. Oh, I hate everyone here. Hey, some birthdays. Jamie Alexander, Aaron Eckhart, Ron Jeremy, and Courtney B. They all feel 65. Ron Jeremy's, you know what, feels. Oh, boy. Hey, that's what's happening. Allie, get some rest today or <laughs> no something. No problem. Okay. Yep. Uh, the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. That's what they do. And we all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. I'm going to be honest and tell you there's not a lot on tomorrow's schedule yet. But I think it's going to be a good show because Greg Fitzsimmons is coming <gasps> in. With his little hat. With his little hat. Listen, we, love- we, we had a schedule today and we did not care. No, we didn't uh, didn't follow the, the, the plan at all. No. We are going to do an interesting topic tomorrow because there have been a couple of examples in the news where people have uh, either been banned from or, or spoken to about shouting at athletes during games. Mm-hmm. You buy a ticket that enables you to be able to yell whatever you want at the person playing the game. And there's some pushback from the athletes now. Yeah. Well, we're going to call it Calm Your Tees, Utah. Yeah, exactly right. So we'll discuss that tomorrow and uh, give away, uh, continue to give away the Disneyland tickets, uh, Paley Fest, and so much more. That's an all-new Wednesday Kevin Bean Show. We'll see you then. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.